We'd like to thank our sponsor, SLC Guitar, for another sweet guitar riff. Welcome to another episode of Build with Breen Homes, where we talk all things construction, business management, and just have a good old time behind the microphone. So, working with, hey, I'm trying to think how to go back into this, your... Are you thinking of hiring a number two? Maybe yeah. Keeping yes things and no. in the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'll give you a few tidbits of information. It'll allow our conversation to just kind of flow, I think. Okay. Let's do it. Um, for those of you that are tuning in, we've decided that sometimes we just need to flip on the microphones and start recording <laughs> just go. and start recording as we're, as we're playing catch up. Cause it's been a few months. Truly. It's probably been a few months. Hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're, we're kicking on the microphones just to play catch up here. We're not even going to dive into a subject right off the bat. And hopefully this gives us, you know, a few episodes of good content to, of discussion ultimately. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. So number two, you know, where you're referring to like, is it time for you to hire kind of that position that starts to manage bring homes and right. you, you start to step out? Um, no, I, I'm really not. Uh, I thought as we were going through the last couple of years and those that have kind of lived with me through recording podcasts, we kind of took this growth spurt of, you know, and we were, we were talking about this when you first came in. We've all been so busy in the construction industry. We've been like drinking from a fire hose. Yeah, seriously. And now we're all kind of like coming back down to what makes us feel nervous, but like an even kill market, like right. a steady market. And it feels in a lot of ways, it's like relaxing almost. Um, I keep telling people our market feels bipolar, but I think it's more relaxing, so to speak. Um, so I don't know. No. Do I need to get closer? Yes. Like, how's this? Oh, oh I like sexy? that. Yes. <laughs> it's a little saucy. <laughs> I mean, I can slow it down, too. Oh, that's mo' better right there. Mo' better. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> get the whiskey out. Let's get it out. So, no. I mean, it, a quick answer is no. In fact, uh, over the past uh, couple of months that you've been gone, uh, who we had on the show once, you know, in the past, Sam Spainhauer has left oh, us. Yeah. Oh. He went on and took on a bigger job, which I'm super happy for him. Dick. Um, yeah, I know what a dick. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> we, we had a lot of jokes. There was multiple times I was like, somebody tell him to get his shit and get out of here. <laughs> um, but no, super happy for him. And honestly, yeah. a great, I hope it's a great move for him. I think it's a good move for him. We did an exit interview just barely last Friday mm. was his last day. And yeah. honestly, it went really well. Okay. Um, and it, it for you really, or him, I honestly, I think for both, I think okay. it really cleared my mind up of at ease why he was moving on. And, you know, I said on a podcast that we had him on that I, I hoped that there would be a time that we could see him grow to better things. Yeah, and sure. I think, I think it went there. I think that he outgrew the pace of my company, mm-hmm. uh, as we see the market slowing down a little bit mm-hmm. and he saw the opportunity to go somewhere else and good for him. Right. You know, so honestly, super happy for him. Good. Um, but you know, honestly, so as that happened, it's throwing me over just this past week, like right back into the weeds of yeah. running my own company and having a job. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, as stressful as that's been, I've gone back and been like, man, I, I like it. Yeah. You know, like this is the grassroots of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, I don't want to say checking out of that, but kind of moving away from that for a little while. Right. You know, gotcha. So no, I don't think I'm anywhere near putting in a, a managerial position that puts me out, mm-hmm. but I still have goals and dreams, you know, over the next five or you know let's say five years to be able to be in a position to where i don't have to be managing every single day 
So then it would be, I, I should be looking at number two. I'm just not there yet. Okay. So as far as now you're back into the mix, you're loving it. You're feeling this is, it's comfortable. It's, it's homey. Now, the other things that you were working towards, are those at a standstill or are they just kind of no. on the back burner and you're still working on them, but um, just slower? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe the look of the market when things start to slow down is really yeah. when you should buckle down and like double down on your business. Gotcha. So no, I mean, honestly, the last few nights I've been putting the kids to bed, going right back to my computer and working for an hour or two. Mm, and yeah. I've been doing that for honestly the last few weeks. Um, that's probably a mix of, you know, me taking on a little bit more responsibility with Sam leaving and not replacing his position quite yet, or, mm -hmm. you know, or deciding if I want to or how I would. Mm -hmm. um, but also just as things slow down, you step back and you look at the the foundation that you've built and you go, what do we need? To, what roots do we need to come back to? Right. You know, what are we missing in that foundation? What have we let fall apart? What systems and processes can we bring back and make smarter again? You know, so I, I'm kind of like doubling down on that in you know, whatever spare time I do have yeah. and keeping my job rolling throughout the day. So it's stressful. But then I remember back to seriously 12, 13 years ago when I started it going, this is what my passion was. This yeah. is what I loved. Yeah. And it's hard, but yeah, I, you, you step back sometimes as a business owner and go, your goal is to work yourself out of a job, so to speak. Yeah. But you do start to realize why some of those guys have been so successful just keep grinding mm -hmm. because they love it. Yeah. And I kind of going back in my I, I kind of like this. In fact, I told my employees today, we we had our uh, weekly correlation meeting. We started off with just big win. What big win have you had for the week? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I said, my big win is, has kind of been stepping back into that role. And I'm probably annoying the shit out of all my employees. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you know, like, Did they all like uh, roll their eyes? Like, oh, oh yeah. Well, oh, I even joked about it. I was yeah. like, I know you guys are feeling the pressure because <laughs> between the last 48 hours, I've sent like three or four like lengthy emails right. and text messages like, I need this and I want that. Well, like, but I enjoy that. Like that just, mm -hmm. it lights that fire back in me. You know, so part of me is kind of like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> Heads up, look out, get out the way. I like it. So yeah, man. I like it. Do you do you feel that well, I gotta go back to the exit interview, okay? Because <laughs> I I absolutely love exit interviews. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I've I've worked at a few places uh -huh. and only a handful of them wanted to have an exit interview. Yep. And that there's been points where I've gone back to the ones that didn't want the next interview. Uh -huh. and I was like, why wouldn't you want to know like why I left? Totally. Like, what, what is going on or what can you do better? That type of thing. Totally. And, and they, I'm going to say they are, uh, I don't want to say heated. They were definitely, you know, in a spot where they, they legitimately just didn't want to know. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't care. Yeah. And I always found that interesting because I would think if I had, my blood, sweat, and tears in a company that I brought up from nothing. Uh huh. Like I, I'd, I'd want to know totally why people are leaving, right. and it, if best case scenario they find something better or something that's going to advance their career in general. Right. But if that's not the case, I would want to know. Like, wait, you're you're going to a job that's a lateral move? Totally. Why? Like, yeah. Well, give me some feedback on that. Right. So I'm curious on your. Your exit interview with Sam, like, were you, did you go into it? Well, I guess first question, did you know that he was leaving or was it a, okay, 
Yeah. So somewhat, yes. Okay. Um, let's let's. I'll open up a few things that are going to lead into more discussion. But okay, I've perfect. I've been on like this six week. Uh, everything just kind of compiled at once of like family vacation, work, travel. Uh, I I came the one week that I was actually home for a solid week. I got super sick. Uh, yeah. uh, because I got sick, I can, was continuing to push it at the gym because I'd been out for four weeks, which yeah. is a stupid move. Like uh, that's burning both ends and like not no major injury, but had a couple like small little tweak injuries that like slowed me way down. No. And I wasn't willing to slow down because I couldn't. I was just too busy with having to catch up for work, being gone. Mm-hmm. It's like between you know uh, national. National Home Builders Association leadership meetings oh, yeah. that I was at in Palm Springs. Uh, I spent a week in Cabo with my family. Mm. Uh, I had a Builder 20 meeting that I was in Ohio for a week. Jeez. Um, you know, I had, I think I had a short stint in St. George. I can't remember where else I went. I just felt like it was like four or five weeks of travel and like one week home. Prior to that, uh, Sam had told me uh, about a couple of weeks before that, he had told me that he took another job. Uh, and we started prepping for him to leave. And about a week and a half later, he came back and said, hey, that company rescinded my application. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, but the first phone call we had when he called to say, hey, you're, I know you're coming up on travel. I need to get this out as quickly as I can. I hope to talk to you in person today. Mm-hmm. But you weren't around the office. Just wanted to let you know I've accepted another job. Mm-hmm. I said, is this a, an opportunity for us to negotiate? Or have you already made that decision? Yeah. And he said, I've already made the decision. So. Back to your point, as an employer and a leader of my own company, I sit back and I'm like, how would he do that? Right. So I already start <laughs> fabricating the story in my mind of like, what yep. the hell did I do wrong? Yep. Screw him. Yep. Get, get your shit and get out of here then, yep. you know? Yep. And I think a lot of employers react that way of like, we don't want two weeks. You're done. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they get sour. They get offended right away. I've been in that situation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, I, I we chatted quite, we had probably a good 15, 20 minute conversation. I think at the time I was driving to St. George when he called me. And, uh, you know, had a good conversation about it. He was, at the time, he was moving out of the industry. Mm, Um, But then when he came back to me a couple weeks later and said, hey, they've rescinded that, you know, do I still have a job here? You know, to me, I went, I'm now on bot time. I I now know he's looking for another job. Um, He didn't really give me a whole lot. At that time, we we hadn't gotten to the point of an exit interview. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to say, why are you leaving? He's now kind of coming back to me with, uh, can I please have my job back, so mm-hmm. to speak? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so for me, it was time to really process it, I guess, and realize that we were now on bot time. He was going to leave. What do I need to do? Yeah. You know, what can I kind of put back on his shoulder? So we did. I used it as a little bit of a time to put ball and chain, I guess, around his ankle and say, okay, let's re-talk about your commitment and hours here and days yeah. here. Mm-hmm. But that lasted a couple months, you know, okay. before he came back and said, hey, just so you know. You know, and I was in Cabo. He was in Europe. So he oh, just wow. sent me an email and said, hey, again, I've accepted another job offer. I know this is a horrible way to do it. This is unprofessional. But right. you got to give you as much heads up as we can because he's back. I'm back. You know, and a week later, you're gone. You're gone yeah. You know, so we were able to communicate a little bit that way. Um, but, yeah, I think long story to kind of bleed into all these other things you can ask me about. Yeah. You know, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were you're jotting notes down over there. <laughs> Adam never works anymore. <laughs> Got it noted. Poor Adam, he's in Cabo. This day, Marcus, you know, right? <laughs> draw a birdie finger on there. <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so yes, um, back to the exit interview. I I did. I knew at least two weeks out, and I had a really good hunch. Obviously, yeah, a couple months out. Okay. Did, was there anything that you 
that he said to you about why he was leaving that stung? Like you were like, ooh. Yes, but not in a negative manner. Okay. In fact, I I happened to be at my Builder 20 group the week prior. You know, uh, we don't need to get into whole, my whole Builder 20 group who they are. Okay. I was at that uh, conference meeting a week prior to him leaving. So it gave me a really good opportunity to be there with them and say, I've got my first employee ever electively yeah. leaving. Yeah. I'm not letting go. He's you know voluntarily leaving. Mm-hmm. What should I be doing? Yeah. You know, what else do I need to protect? What do I need to cancel? Mm, what yeah. do I need to be prepared for? You know, so at first I asked my group, does anybody have an exiting employee paperwork they can send me? In my mind, it was non-compete or don't share my industry trade or industry secrets with other companies. Mm-hmm. Don't take my stuff with you. Mm-hmm. But then I had multiple builders send me exit interview sheets that had questions on them. Oh, and awesome. as I was flying home, I was like, oh. Yeah, why the hell wouldn't I ask these yeah, questions? For sure, right. Otherwise, I try, I probably wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah, because you know, yeah. I've never had an exit interview. Ooh, yeah, you know. So honestly, it was kind of like I was reading them and I was like, man, do I? Do I? Yeah. Do I just hand him the sheet, ask him to fill it out, fill and it give out, it to yeah. me later? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm I'm gonna make it awkward, <laughs> surprise, as best awkward again, right in front of you. you know? like, yeah, here you go. But I feel <laughs> like that's the kind of relationship I have with my employees. I like it. So yeah. no, like I mean, yes, there there was one thing that he asked that. It probably was something I already knew, but it was it was helpful for me to hear from an employee how I should be treating them. Mm. Yep. It was in a sense that I've always looked at as a little bit negative, but yeah. I've now been maybe coming down more on my current employees <laughs> <laughs> because of it. <laughs> Poor employees. Well, it only takes one. That's what they get. It takes one right there. Somebody ruin it for everybody else right yeah. there. So the two, let, let's go the, the two highlights that I learned from it. Okay. Um, first, uh, first things first, uh, finding out why he was leaving. I had fabricated in my mind it's pay. Yeah. That's why everyone's transitioning companies right now. They're all trading jobs for better pay. Yeah. I'd like to think that as an employer, like, why not? Why would you transfer? I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Why would you transfer? So my exit interview, I really did ask him, you know, were you offended by something, something said, yeah. was it office banter that bothered you? Do you not like the environment? Is the environment too chill and too quiet for you? Yeah. Is it too unorganized? Is it too professional? Like I, I really kind of said all great questions. off. Like, tell yeah. me why. Yeah. Um, and ultimately he came back to, he had just graduated college. He feels like a lot of his degree puts him in a managerial role mm-hmm. and he wanted to be with a company that he could see near future management positions. And as we've had a bit of a slowdown in our market, I'm not currently looking to hire. Got it. And it doesn't look like I'm planning on hiring within the next year or two. Yeah. So I wasn't going to put him in a position to manage multiple people yeah. anytime soon. Okay. That was really his reason for leaving. I said, rock on. Yeah. You outpaced me. It's fair. Yeah, let's go back to what we talked about on this podcast six months ago. Yep. You outpaced me. Can't be mad about that. And uh, then I don't have to fabricate in my mind that mm-hmm. I suck as a boss. Right. I wasn't paying him enough. You know, at the end of the day, he said, I'm, I'm super happy here. Mm-hmm. I'm super grateful for the office environment. I love how cool the office environment has been. Right. Um, the thing that probably stung and the second point that I was going to bring up is uh, is I asked him what I can do better as a leader or an employee, yeah. employer for the employees, yeah. uh, where I can most improve. And he said, you need to hold people more accountable and more responsible for what they're doing. Wait a minute. Right. Are you serious? I know. Isn't that hard? Because it's like, that's the employee you want. Like, I, I'm i kind of blown away that, yeah. I, I don't Especially know. my my personality. Yeah, not. yeah. Like, I would assume that that happens. 
Like that is legit. Like that's yes that's what no. I would expect. Yes and no. from you. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm blown away right now. Like I'm I'm like here's what my therapist. The hell? <laughs> so Adam, tell me how you feel. Like how does that make you feel? I can't see. I'm laying on a brown leather couch right now. <laughs> Do we pillow, need to take a break? pillow? My arms folded. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like cry. I, I'm blown away I by know. that. Well, and this is what made me feel. So for years of my life, I've always been the people that get to know me. I'm a big teddy bear. I'm just like you, right? Like I, I, I kind of come rough and gruff. I kind of come rough and gruff. <laughs> okay. Everyone yep. knows I'm a softie on the inside. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I've realized that just like I do with my family, my best friends, those are close to me, mm-hmm. that I will take the bullet for those people that I care about. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. My employees fall into that exact same category. Okay. So my struggle has been, and I, I realized this as, as Sam gave me that that answer yeah. of, you know, you're right. Like I put my employees in a position right. to where I say, you do your best. And when all else fails, I'll take the punch for you. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I'm constantly putting them in a position of saying, listen, okay, it's already happened. We can't fix it. I'm not going to blow my lid. Yeah. Let's now go in and go to battle against that subcontractor, that homeowner, mm. you know, the issue we're dealing with right. instead of saying you did this wrong. You need to figure out how to fix it. Right. So I honestly asked him back. I said, Sam, what do you mean by that? Because I don't feel like I can keep morale up with my employees. Excuse me. If I sit in here and say every single meeting, you cost me money, pull it out of your pocket and hand it to me right now, or I'm going to take it out of your paycheck mm-hmm. or you've cost yourself time. You get to work all weekend. Like, Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I want to have that type of environment and culture around here. It's fair. You yeah. know, so I was like, how, yeah. how do I handle that? You being an employer and me being an employee, what's a fair way for me to respond and say, you're responsible. How are we going to fix it? You Please know, tell me he answered. He that. honestly did. And he okay. said, it's a good, it's a really good question. Yeah. And we sat there for a few minutes, kind of stewing over it. And he came back with, I think that, I think the response of holding somebody responsible is you cause the problem. You're responsible. Fix it. Is expected, but he goes, but I know you as a leader, you're not good with just fix it. Mm-hmm. And I said, cause here's my problem. I know some of my other employees when I say fix it mm-hmm. to them, all that means is, uh Oh, I'm now in trouble Yeah, at all costs, fix it. And guess whose cost it still is yours. Mine. Yeah. Yep. So if I say fix it, mm-hmm. suddenly they're, they're going, okay, the utmost important is fixing it. Even yeah. if it costs Adam $50,000. I'll fix it. Makes sense. Screw you, Adam. I'll fix it. Makes sense. I go get a crane and a broom, and yeah, I'll get seventy-five people. I don't care what it costs. I'll fix <laughs> it's that done, shit. right? Deal with it. You said fix you it. Said it's fix done. It. So honestly, and again, I, I got to give him some credit for this. He said, "Fix it, and then give one or two or three options off the cuff, right there, of how you would expect it to be fixed. Uh, Put some parameters on it. Genius. I think you could do A, B, or C, or one, two, and three. Yeah. And if those options are a fix it or something along those lines, figure out how to fix it." Genius, you know, and I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah. So you hate to see an employee like that go, right? Absolutely right. So yeah, part of me is like, given the opportunity, would I negotiate to have him back? Would I keep him here? Yeah, you know. But again, I'm not going to halt somebody if if they tell me their growth option and what they want to see is a managerial role where they're right. managing people. That's something you can't do right yeah. now in this given time. Man, no. there's, so there's no point. honestly, like I said, I think it was super healthy for him, super healthy for me. A good. great move on, a good moving stick. You know, so good. No good. complaints. Was there was there anything that he told you other than the one that stung? Is mm-hmm. there anything else that he said that you were unaware of? No, 
No. No. In fact, a lot of our stuff was like, yeah, we know. We get it. Um, I asked him, you know, my my culture here at the office with intermixed businesses uh, and multiple people, kind of a revolving door of people in and out. Yeah. Being in the construction industry, we've got project managers in and out. Mm-hmm. I've got a p- couple of part-time workers that were in and out. I asked him if that bothered him. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, no, he actually really liked that. Felt like it was he was able to buckle down, put his headphones on and work. You know, if, if he wanted the livelihood of people around, there was people around. So that didn't bother him at all. Um, you know, I think that would bother some people. It doesn't bother me. I like it. Yeah. But again, I'm in and out of the office all the time. Right. You know, so that could be a hard environment if I'm not steady Eddie here right. for certain people. Um, we've got a core group of friends and business owners with me that are involved in other businesses here in the same office Okay, yeah. and that we pretty much every day will text back and forth. Who's going to lunch, lunch, oh. who's taking it, who's going with us. Mm-hmm. So at noon, and it's always kind of been like, everyone has the invite. Yeah. You don't have to go, but everyone has the invite. Don't ask if you can come along. It doesn't matter if you're here in the office, we're going to lunch. You see us walking out the door, you have the invite. Right. Um, he very rarely came and I asked him why he didn't immerse himself in that culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I assumed it was because newly married, young, going to school, saving up money was probably a big part of it. He confirmed that, okay. you know? So again, to me, I was like, is he just not, are, are we too tightly knit? And he feels like he doesn't have an in for that part of the culture yeah. or are we being standoffish, mm-hmm. you know? So a good, again, good to like understand that, right. That we're not creating a negative culture for other people around. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. I mean, like I said, important. I went really well. I don't think there was anything else in there that I didn't know. I was able to confirm a few things with him. Felt great about it, you know. So honestly, now hope the best for him. Let's. Do you care to say his full name on this? Maybe not the full name, but first and last name. Well, I, Did I you? could probably pull Social Security. You, we. I mean, we might, yeah, as well. might as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Let's just roast the shit out of him. Might, might as well at this point in time. You're like, sucker, you yeah, left. No, <laughs> Mr. Sam Spainhower, man. He's he's a wonderful employee, and I got nothing but good to say about him. You know, honestly, if anybody were to call me, it's nothing but positive. There you go, Sam. You're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> but I think he promised you at one point in time that he would come back on. He did. So we're going to have to get we'll him, still back, get him back on. That'd be a fun one. Give him a few months. Yeah. Let him get comfortable in his new job. I kept calling it his big boy job because he has to go basically sit in an office four or five days a week, <sighs> expect you. And I was like, man, it's, you're going to see a different world out there. Totally different. You know? Totally. Is it, did you say it was out of industry? No. So this one stays in the industry and I cannot remember the company name. I probably shouldn't say it anyways. Okay. Um, but he's moving into uh, more of a trade specific uh, project management type role. Oh, nice. Yeah. So right. it'll be good for him. I mean, he'll be managing people. Yeah. He'll be in and out of the office quite a bit more, um, you know, but it is kind of a expected to be at the job. Yeah. These hours, these like days. In the office or in the field? I think a little bit of both. A little bit of both. You know, for me, it was, I, I gave him a lot of opportunity to work from home. Yeah. You know, opportunity to work in the office when he wanted to. So yeah. a lot of good leeway there. Did but. you give him any advice uh, moving forward, especially with managing people? Yeah. Um, yes and no. In fact, I do remember at some point when he had brought up the concept of managing people, I think we talked a little bit about kind of my roles of managing people. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think if I, if I remember right, a lot of it was when we talked about, uh, you know, me kind of holding people more accountable yeah. and the leadership roles that I take and yeah. my goal of creating culture here mm-hmm. and my goal of trying, truly trying to get to know people and look for areas where I could help them. Um, we talked about some of the uh, yearly interviews that I do with them. Mm-hmm. I always ask what are some of the what are their personal goals for the year going in. Yeah. If they're willing to share them with me, 
and then how I can help them ob- obtain those personal goals. Nice. You know, so whether it's family, something to do with working out, yeah. vacations. I look for areas of saying, if you want to educate yourself more or go on a vacation, how can we help you right. get there? Um, you know, so he took a lot of that as like, those are great ways that, you know, allow leadership to mm-hmm. step into place. I keep going back to like, don't become a dictator, become a leader and recognize the difference between the two. You know, and I constantly preach that with my team as we're working with subcontractors and people in the field. Um, so anywho, yeah, uh, overall, um, you know, like I said, as we go back to like hiring a number two, nope, I'm kind of back in the weeds of it. I think we're at a, a, I don't want to say slow enough time, but you know, a, a a core time to where I can just work on business, right? you know, and honestly what Sam built for us for the almost three years that he was here was awesome. You know, we'll continue to grind on that system and that process. That's unbelievable, man. So I'm sorry to lose him. He was a he was a good cat. Even that what hour conversation yeah. that we had, I was like, this 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 is a great employee yeah, right here. Good to He's dead to us now. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me, give me. You said you went to Builder Twenty back in Ohio. Where about? Yes, uh, Canton. What? In Akron. Akron. And Kent. Canton. Everyone knows the NFL Hall of Fame's there. Okay, that 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 part. Got it. Got it. (laughs) Did you go to the Hall of Fame? No, I did not. I honestly didn't have time. That's bullshit. (laughs) I really didn't. Um, That was my very last travel of like that six week hiatus, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was joking. We all we were all joking that we were going to Akron, Ohio. Like, where the hell is Akron, Ohio? Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, our last meeting that we had back in February that was down in St. George, I remember teasing our builder member out there. And the day he got home, he sent me a picture of a an Amish framer that had showed up on his job site in a horse and buggy. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 45-minute drive for that guy to go 10, 15 miles. Yep, exactly. In his horse and buggy. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so yeah, we kept framer. joking of like, probably. <laughs> At least he's not on his cell phone looking this at social media all day. This is true. <laughs> I need some of them. And we kept joking about like, there's no stoplights in town. It's all dirt roads. Yeah. Uh, you know, and honestly had a great time. But I, I think I was exhausted. Like I'd just kind of gone through the six-week hiatus of missing a ton of work, you know, tons of travel. Um, I hate, as much as I love going to these conferences, most of them are back east. Um, I hate traveling back east because of the time loss. Time, yep, you know, yep. it's like two hours back there when I'd like to get up and work out. Yeah. It's two hours earlier. So, you know, my buddy out there is into CrossFit as well. His classes start at 5.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go to CrossFit. Back on, bro. Right. <laughs> Give me some caffeine. Here we go. You know, but yeah. I'm getting up at 4.45 there, which is 2.45 my time. Yeah. Just killing me. Yeah, so, I'll like, I was exhausted. Hurt. Like, I got out there and I was like, man, I just – in fact, the first – day of meetings i had two different members come up to me they're like you okay right what's going on i was like i just in fact i, I said to one of them I was like, i it's not i'm stoked to be here i love this like this is one of the things i look forward to every single year yeah but i did not want to be sitting in this conference today it's mm-hmm. like the last place i want to be i want to get the hell out of here and go play with all you guys and have fun right i don't want to be sitting here yeah i don't yeah. want to be talking about work I was kind of pissy. Uh, I you guys like, said, are you okay? Sounds like you're no, pissy. I'm not. No, I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. We're all fine. Okay. <laughs> What'd you think of Ohio? Then we had a great time. Honestly, Ohio was great. I think he set expectations really, really low. Yeah, and even smart. though it wasn't like, you know, even here, uh-huh. it, was, it was better than the expectations. No, cool. we had a great time. And I actually went out 
uh, in February, we decided to, um, you're fascinated by my builder training group. So I'd like yeah. to talk a little bit more about it. For sure. In February, we decided to do um, what groups have kind of called like a SWAT interview where we go out earlier and we get a little bit deeper. I don't even know what SWAT stands for. S-W-O-T. Oh, damn. See, I, I know it's an acronym. hundred uh, percent. But it's basically an in-depth dive of the company. Yep. So we went out there, and for those of you that know what it says, that's the second time today that you can tell us I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, put it in the comments, it is and leave me one of those little bird emojis. <laughs> strength, weaknesses. Look at you. Oversights, I'm guessing. I can't remember. Gosh dang it. I got first two. There you go. That's pretty good. What, what about the T? <laughs> yep, I'm gonna come back to it without so, googling it. Yeah, yeah so we, uh, I know, isn't it funny when you don't have Google? Like, you can yeah. just look it up really quick on your phone. I love it. I'm dying right now. Um, all right, man, this is amazing discussion right now. I'm like stupid into it. So I think what we should probably do is just make this a part two. Yeah, think? man, you know, you know me. You get me talking, I'm gonna keep going. So if we're hitting a time, let's start a, a part two. Mm-hmm.